guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hello, Oxford Holy Club. It's me, one of your hosts, Brad Silliker, and I'm partnered here with, this is a weird intro. Can we start over? Lucas Candy. And Matthew Barber. And Andrew Beckwith. Hey, fellas. Nice to see you. How you guys doing? Good. Good. We'll we'll catch up in a second. Ladies and gentlemen of the Oxford Holy Club, uh, please make sure that you like and share this stream. We're super excited to be here with you tonight. You should go and check out OxfordHolyClub.com. I'm not going to go through all the rigmarole of listing all the social medias and different ways that you can reach out to us. We are on them, and you can find them all through our website, OxfordHolyClub.com. And if you want to send us in a question, you can do that anonymously through what? Our website, OxfordHolyClub.com. 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 We need a jingle just for the website. Make sure uh, I feel like, the ads. I feel like we're over jingling because <laughs> we've still we've still got to roll out a couple more jingles. Oh, still. <laughs> I can't wait for tonight's jingle. I'm super pumped. But you know what, guys? Until uh, we get there, why don't we spend just a minute catching up with each other? So, uh, how's the week been, fellas? Good. It's been a fast week so far. I mean, are we talking like Tuesday to Tuesday or Sunday to Tuesday when we say week? <laughs> Well, I generally think of it uh, Tuesday to Tuesday since. Well, yeah. What happens on your Wednesday to Saturday? Like, not, like what happens for <laughs> good you? Good parameter. Good parameter. I hibernate. I do I not want to know about, about Sunday or Monday. Just tell me from Tuesday to Friday. Tuesday to Friday? No, no idea. Andrew, just tell me my, how your week's been. My what? Sunday to Tuesday is my most boring time, probably. <laughs> I have a story, actually. Hello? Do we have uh, any listeners and, anymore? Uh, I'm, taking, I'm taking Lucas down with me on this one. But uh, I have. Uh, this might have been Fine the funniest friends. thing ever. If if you know uh, if you have an iPhone, you probably have Find Friends or Find My iPhone. And I have Brad and Lucas on on there. My cat is like <laughs> attacking you. Her claw was stuck in my leg. Video. We need video. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Quick tip tip Anyways, it, tip your camera. <laughs> I have Brad and Lucas on Find Friends, and I also have my dad. And I don't really creep Brad and Lucas very much, but I always look to see where my dad is before I call him. In case he's close. Um, just <laughs> Just to, so I'm not bothering him or whatever. So I went on to look where my dad was, and it it immediately zoomed in on Lucas. Breaking news! Breaking news! <laughs> and and I zoomed in and took a look, and he was at the Dairy Queen. <gasps> and <laughs> you didn't and know it, it Lucas, just... but uh, Andrew actually installed like the equivalent of of Covenant Eyes on your phone. <laughs> it's like co- Covenant Gut. Or like it's just <laughs> alarms are going off. And then here's you at the drive-through. Cover gut <laughs> accountability software. Anyway, so I screenshotted that and sent that off pretty fast. <laughs> that's the that's a DQ that knows my order by heart and finishes it for me, even though I only go there once a week on average. Sometimes just less, once sometimes a week. More. You go to a DQ well, it's once a it's, week. It's weird and picky. That's why they know it. But uh, anyway, no, no, that's not there. the part we're focused on. You go to Dairy Queen <laughs> once a week. Yeah, it's part. It's my like my Thursday thing. It's it's the only place I go. Like I don't go anywhere else. But it's my Thursday. I listen to like a podcast. I drive around for half an hour. And Sounds eat my very $6 active. Deal, and it's just it's wow. it's. I never knew as an adult I would find that like it's like one of the highlights of my week. Just, I was like, just about to ask you. Time. Answer honestly. Is that the highlight of your week? Not the, but a. Okay. I would say. <laughs> Full disclosure, though, and I never eat at Dairy Queen. Like I 
rarely. Probably when I'm with Lucas is the only time I eat a Dairy Queen. <laughs> and Tiffany and I just ended up at Dairy Queen later that day. And <laughs> I had two burgers and regretted everything I'd ate. Anybody notice Andrew just get louder for a yeah, second? Just, get louder. I, just even, I went like this. No, oh. it was different. It was, oh. Anyway, okay, well, Matt, how about awesome. you, my man? You guys, listen, keep that up, guys. I no. just want to encourage you, keep that up. <laughs> I'm not doing well. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I haven't bounced back. Yeah. My grandmother died. And that's all the time we have for the show today. Let's start what playing do do that. There? I'm well, playing. I'll say I'm stressy. I'm playing okay, the outro fine, music. We're fine. getting out of here. I can't let this happen. <laughs> Andrew, wow. I mean, I'm sorry, man, but wow. Sorry, dude. All right. I, um, Matt, uh, I'm quick. just fire away, Matt. My problems on other people. <laughs> okay. I'm going to counter that. I went and seen Jim Gavigan what this weekend. Do you, do you counter a funeral? The. Uh, <laughs> Trying. Let's, Let's, move on. Some, Let's, Let's move on. on. We have to do something. Okay. Uh, anyway. So I went, went to Jim Gavigan. I have to go. <laughs> uh, and it was it was fantastic. It was the second time that Aaron and I went to see him. Uh, so he was in Halifax a few years ago. We went and he was in Moncton this time around. Awesome show. Top notch. My favorite, by far favorite comedian. Because it's. I think I talked about this on here before. It's hard to find a comedian that it's not like full of trash and, and just yeah. vulgar and stuff like that. But uh, Gaffigan's a somewhat devout Catholic guy, and so mm-hmm. there's not there's little to no trash or any kind of garbage in his uh, in his stand up routine. He was great; did a whole hour, had an opener, and that was really good too. So had a blast. I watched there. all of his Netflix specials when I painted this room over like the Christmas break or whatever, and they were great. Yeah. <laughs> Cinco is probably my favorite of the of the bunch of them. Uh, mm-hmm. That one was really good. But here's the one thing that I will say to this: uh, we started using, and Lucas, you were just gonna. You're going to just be so excited. We started using an app called Every Dollar um, <laughs> this month in January. That goes down real smooth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're lucky because <laughs> I can't I can't get the app on my phone um, because they've pulled it off the Play Store and and all that stuff because there was some laws in Canada changed. <laughs> we don't so want if you, you to already had it. You can continue to use it. But if you didn't have it, you can't. So I have to do it all on the browser. Uh, mm. But I'm not even kidding you. We're only a month into using the the software. Mm. and Free, by the way, free software. We're not paying for the upgrade stuff, the free one. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's amazing how much difference it makes. Like, yeah. Like it, I really did. I was kind of like, oh yeah, we save a couple bucks here. We can put a little more. But, like, we're going to put a significant chunk of money on uh, debt. Uh, this month in our first month, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So, Hey, congratulations. I've been using it for probably three years now. And honestly, it's changed our lives. Like Mm. we don't, we don't worry about not that we're like super financially doing great. You're a youth pastor, aren't you? But (laughs) that's right. We don't worry about money ever. Andrew, you're bringing a real weird energy to the podcast tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we uh, we uh, <laughs> I, we need to keep moving. I I hate to rush us, but the last thing we said, but actually, Andrew, the yeah. last thing you said before we started was, "Listen, guys, I don't know how to say this. So that sound like a jerk, but we need to keep our personal stuff short." Okay, well, can can I just say this really quickly, Lucas? Lucas, can you spend your time giving me pointers on every dollar? <laughs> we'll do a whole segment on it the next time. It's going to be the financial hour. But oh, I'd be down I, for it. I will say this in lieu of me telling you what happened in my week, which is mostly getting busted at DQ, is that I just wrapped up a personal finance course with a bunch of grade 11s. And I said at the end, I said, listen, guys, 
the biggest thing, Dave Ramsey, whoever you use, it just being intentional with your money and actually paying attention. The big difference is a lot of people just don't pay attention. So. You wouldn't believe how many times we get to the end of the month and there'd be nothing or negative and we'd know how much money should be there. And we'd be like, where, like, where did it even go? It, yeah, no, it, <laughs> okay. hap- it happens to us all. Cool. Um, so let me see this. I've come to realize this week that I've interviewed two of the four OHC hosts on my former radio morning show, Random Facts. Squat shirt, Squat please. shirt, please. Thank Scott, you, Scott. You're the first one, man. Like, I'm going to write on the back of yours, one of one, and we'll make it unique. We'll make it unique somehow for you, Scott. I promise. I think we've been promising something to Scott every week. I mean, he deserves it. He's he does deserve it. And number I, uno. I, I promise him the same thing every week. We just haven't produced them yet. So, gentlemen, so. here's mine, and it's very short. It's a food hack that I was taught two weeks ago, but didn't want to... Um, anyway... I take Mr. Noodles now. You familiar with Mr. Noodles? You want to Great save some money. Loss. Yes, yeah, bag. not so much. Uh, so Mr. Noodles, crush them all in the bag, which is normal. Put them into a cup and run your curry without any coffee pot in it. And then just cover it. Put the Obviously put the stuff in. And within a few minutes, you've got your Mr. Noodles on the go. Save a few what for a, a garnish on top, your picante beef, you know? Yeah, picante beef. Yeah, picante. Yeah, just save a little bit of those. Fellas, we need to talk about something. Uh, well, this is episode 82, and we talked a little while ago about uh, what is episode 100 going to look like, and which is we're crazy. We're not that far away. We're not. And so uh, we pitched a few things back and forth to each other, and we're like, what would it look like if we ever did a live show? Number one, would anybody go? Um, and what would that look like and what would we talk about and blah, 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 blah. And what was crazy, we love the idea of trying to do something like that. And then, then, uh, a gentleman reached out to us shortly after that, uh, representing a convention called, um, or a conference, sorry, called stronger 2020 men's conference and reached out wondering if we'd be interested in coming and doing a condensed live show, uh, for this group of men, potentially up to 300 guys, which is just <laughs> and we nuts. Said no. Yeah, we said, no, we weren't interested. He's got no idea what he's asking for. I'll just say that. Uh, well, he knows you, so he he knows. Anyway, <laughs> so we're going to talk about it uh, a whole lot more, but the Oxford Holy Club is doing its first live show ever at the Stronger 2020 uh, Christian Men's Conference, February 8th at uh, Hillside Moncton, in Hillside Moncton, New Brunswick. So at the Hillside Baptist Church, there'll be speakers, bands, food, all kinds of stuff like that. And in the next couple of minutes here, we're actually going to bring in uh, the gentleman, his name is Brian Cogswell, who reached out to us and just talk a little bit. And so we're going to watch a short pr- uh, promo video, about 30 seconds, and then we're going to bring Brian in on the call. So uh, sit back, relax, and I hope this all works. Hey, Brian, welcome to the show. Hey, Brad, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent. Thanks for asking. Brian, you know the guys around the grid here, do you? Yeah, I do know those guys. I I don't know Lucas so well, but I definitely know Matt and Andrew. You're Uh, better off for it, Brian. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. It begins. All right. Uh, Guys, here, um, before we move on and start talking about this, and Brian, this might be uncomfortable for you, but we're going to do it anyway. I'm going to give give the the Oxford Holy Club uh, a short uh, bio on you. So, Brian is one of the lead team members of the Stronger Team. 
He's a volunteer responsible for marketing, promotion, and communication. Brian's been promoting men's events at Hillside for the last 10 years. He's passionate about reaching more men for different denominations to benefit the Big C Church in our region. He feels that in order to grow the church in our region, we need to energize and mobilize the men of our local churches. Brian, you may be surprised to know this, but you've also been working in the contact center industry for over 20 years and most recently as an IT professional. Oh dear, and you've joined us. <clears throat> oh no. He's he's originally from Lower Sackville, Nova Scotia, but has been living in Moncton for the last 17 years with his wife Sarah, son James, and daughter Ella. Did I get that right? That's correct. Oh, good. Uh, when he's not working or promoting stronger, he can be found playing volleyball or lounging on the couch in his rec room. I definitely relate to that last one. How do you know this much about Brian? It's actually a little creepy, Brian, that you know this much. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I missed a sentence. Brian, welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, this is awesome. I feel so, I just feel I'm humbled. I hope that you appearing on this podcast doesn't hold you back from any further promotions <laughs> yeah. down the road. The next time we bring him on, formerly an IT professional. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Uh, shoot. Well, Brian, um, it was it was ridiculous. We had just talked about what a live show would look like, and then you reached out to us and and kind of uh, formed a partnership uh, between us, and and so. I'm wondering if you could speak to us a little bit about the Stronger Men's Conference, uh, you know, what it is, and, and you've been on the planning committee for that and the team, and so maybe uh, talk about its inception, the vision, and uh, well, I'll just turn it over to you, and when things get a little, um, you know, when there's awkward pauses, Lucas will do something. Sure, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, so um, so basically, we, we started kind of the men's uh, ministry at Hillside probably, like I said, about 10 years ago. Uh, focused primarily just on our own church. And we found that as people heard about it, started hearing about it, they started asking us, you know, from PEI, could we bring a couple of guys? Could we bring a couple of guys from another church? And so we did that for about, I'd say about seven years. And then we found that after doing that for a number of years, a lot of the guys that used to come from our church stopped coming because they kind of said, well, I've been there, done that. Um, and we were having a hard time sort of, you know, increasing the numbers beyond where we were. So we thought, you know what, we, let's take the, what we thought was a good thing. Let's take the good thing. We know there's a lot of churches that don't have anything like this and let's go beyond our walls and let's see, let's see what happens. And so we, we kind of birthed that vision about two and a half years ago, worked on it for a couple of months. Um, and then uh, in February, normally we had a winter kind of getaway. We'd go away for, for a night. We decided to do it at our own church. Uh, the other thing is we wanted to keep the cost down because we found that uh, once we got sort of above that 50, $60 mark, a lot of guys use that as an excuse not to come, like it's don't <laughs> sure. have money, whatever, like there's more important things, you know, that I need to spend my money on. So the goal was to try to get the cost back down, keep it reasonable. And so we decided to do that. And we thought, well, like how many guys could we get? Like how many guys can we accommodate? So we had this big vision of, let's say, you know, could we get 300 guys to come out? So our internal one, we were getting about a hundred. So can we get 300? Can we get half those from our church, half from outside? Um, and so last year was our very first one. Uh, and we ended up with 230 guys. Um, and of that, uh, there was about 20 plus churches represented. Um, so mm. it was, from what we could tell, it was a resounding success. And we thought, you know what, let's take the model that we've used and the experience we've gained, and let's continue to try to grow this and uh, see how far we can go with it. And so we've come back this year. Our goal this year is to hit 300 um, and, and hope to reach about 30 different churches. Uh, and our, our goal there is to bring guys from other churches in, not to steal them away or anything like that, but to kind of empower them and give them tools, give them just energize them and send them back to the local churches and have them try to grow their ministries at their local church. 
So at the end, you know, big C church wins. We grow that, and it's not about any particular church or any particular denomination. So am I right to say this is more than just an, a one-time event? This is more about equipping so that these men right. can go back in and be a, a benefit and a blessing and, and grow something in their local context? Exactly. In the local church and in their families, in their relationships. So it's all about being a stronger man from the perspective of relationships, about family, um, just all that. We, we, actually, we, just, we, we have health. We, we have do health topics. We do all those different things. To look at the you know the overall man, not just one element, right? So we're looking at, 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 at and, and that's and as we get into the the, uh, the maybe the um, format of that, I can kind of speak a bit more about that, sure. And how we address multiple various uh, areas. Do, do you ha- is there a, is there a section on finances? Because we just talked about an app a couple of minutes ago <laughs> that I there think is. can really be beneficial. Yeah. So so we what we do is we look at uh, so we bring one main speaker in from usually from so in this case this year from Ontario. Uh, last year, I think it was like BC, but we bring one person in, which would be our main speaker. And then this year we're bookending him. Uh, so, so Doug Ryans, he's from Portico Community Church in Mississauga. We're bookending him in sort of a GLS kind of style where we're doing three speakers in a row. So kind of we're doing, uh, we're going to have like Adams Townsend speak from Lewis. He's at Louisville now. Mm-hmm. We're going to have Doug Ryans from Portico uh, from Ontario. And then we're going to end that with Kevin Vincent, which we all know from uh, the days of ACC and CBAC. So Kevin Vincent, and then we'll go into a lunch break. So those three are one after the other. Then on, uh, aside from that, we have these breakout sessions and we have nine of those and we look at various different topics. And one of those actually happens to be finance, which we just termed it money management with Ivan Cisco, who, um, who goes to our church. So we look at different people in the community that have experience uh, in various topics and we bring them in to speak about those topics so that if I'm attending the conference, I'm going to get the ma- everyone's going to get the main sessions Sure. But then based on the areas that I'm interested in, <laughs> I will then pick two of those breakouts out of the nine, and I will go to those two that I find would be interesting to me the most. So we have health topics, like I said, with uh, with a doctor. We have, we bring a, a doctor in from our from our church uh, doing that, uh, Neil Dwyer, who's going to speak about health. We've got Ivan Sisko speaking about money. We've got leadership uh, from, from Stephen Daniels from LMI. So we've got a lot of these different people that are coming in speaking on those various topics. That's when it. I was uh, cruising around your website there yeah. a week or so ago, I was actually one of the things that kind of jumped right out to me is that you guys have a lot of different speakers. Like there's like there's a de- a really solid amount of breakout sessions. Sometimes right. it's you know there's you know two sp- speakers and like two breakouts, but no, you guys got lots of stuff, lots of options. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, that's great, and and I think that that gives people. Uh, we get some churches they'll bring a group of guys, they'll bring like 15 guys, and they'll all go to different breakouts. So as they're driving home or whatever, or having lunch, they're all talking about the different things they learn. So they're not talking mm-hmm. about specifically one topic because they all heard the same thing. They're bringing home different. And so if you're going back to your local church, you could uh, strategically put guys in different breakouts and bring them back and they'd all have different experiences to share. Hmm. Hmm. I, my, my brain wandered for a second and I have to ask, uh, <laughs> last year during the time slot that you've got for us, you had a group of professional arm wrestlers. Correct. Um, did you think you were booking that again when you reached out to us? Oh yeah. I looked at, I, I looked at you guys online and I looked at the guns there. I just like, yeah, <laughs> Look at this. Yeah, that's right. So, so like a comedy show. Put me in coach. <laughs> Do you know what was interesting is this would be near and dear to Matt's heart. So we, so every year we've done men's events. We, we've typically invited teen challenge guys to come. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really important for us to bring those guys um, and ensure there's no financial barrier to them coming. So we always make sure that we invite them. And last year, I'm telling you, I think that it was hilarious to watch these teen challenge guys go downstairs, like the young guys, right? The young bucks. Um, and they saw the three or four arm wrestling guys. And some of them are, I mean, just massive guys. 
no. but there was one young guy and he was a smaller guy. And all the team challenge guys wanted to take this guy on, right? Cause they thought, okay, I can beat that guy. Little and watching this young guy, right. Just like holding his own against these. It was, it was really quite entertaining. And I yeah. think the team challenge guys really enjoyed it. Yep. The guys talked, the guys talked about that part of it uh, a fair bit, just with the, the idea for many of them. Cause I mean, a lot of our guys, as you guys would know, I mean, church, would not look anything like that right. as far as what they could ever imagine. And so to be able to do that and that to be the the event, you know, yes, the arm wrestling thing was cool, but I mean, relevant speakers and, and the music and yeah, our guys had a blast at it and we appreciate a ton that they get to keep coming back. So. Yeah. So we've got them coming back this year and I was just dealing with Nate, uh, Nate Barber there and, and he's given me the list of names. And I think we have between the guys and the leaders, we probably have close to 20 of them coming. So yeah. um, we, we always like to see them at the, you know, we typically get a table or two with them all together and, and, um, you know, it's just, it's just a great, because other guys get to see them and I think they get to see other men worshiping God in front of them. And I think that shows them when I, when I, when I'm out of this program, I'm not alone. Right. So when I get out, there's many mm-hmm. other men in the community that I can lean on later if I need help. Yeah. Oh, it's a huge boost. Absolutely. Yeah. For guys. It's yeah, awesome. I think a cool thing too, and you already kind of hit on it is the fact that, um, we can kind of get siloed into our own ministries and churches and all that. And there's things that bring us together every now and then, but something like this, especially men, uh, coming together and being encouraged together, I, I think is, I mean, it's good for everybody, but, yeah. um, but this is something that we need for sure. Yeah, uh, absolutely. you did mention, um, a little bit. So what's the, what's the cost for the event for someone that wants to go and could you touch on kind of what's included? What could they expect? Um, for that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So again, I mentioned earlier about the cost and, and really our goal is we have, we have a slogan that we've been using for many years and we say no man left behind. And we feel that, you know, sometimes when that, when the cost gets up, it can be prohibitive for some people. So uh, the cost is $40 and of that $40, half of that really goes to pay for our food. Mm. We've, we've been sort of of the mindset up until now, and we'd love to maintain this is that we feel like community happens sort of around the table at lunchtime. A lot of community can happen. Absolutely. And what we find is a lot, in a lot of cases, people have to leave uh, to go get something to eat. And when, you, and when they leave the building, we tend to kind of lose that. Unless they go as a group, we tend to lose that. So we've always tried to have it so that we keep uh, feeding, them, feeding them in the actual facility. So half of that is going to be dinner, which for lunch is like a full roast beef dinner, right? So um, you've got nice. roast beef, potatoes, right? The carrots, the gravy, the whole nine yards, the roll, the dessert. All that's included, right? So then you have snacks too. Like we have a break at uh, the morning where there's like snacks and then we have like coffee. And so all that sort of covers about half of that fee. And the other half of the $40 is really to pay for bringing the speaker in that we have to bring in and all of the, you know, the tech costs that we have to incur and, and uh, things like that. It, it takes a lot of people to run something like this. And most of our people are volunteers, uh, but some of the technical aspects, uh, because we're bringing them in on the weekend and there's rehearsals and things, we have to, we have to pay for some of that. So that other half of that you know, covers those fees. Um, so it's, it's advisable to sort of get in as quick as possible this year. We're running about 40% above we did last year in terms of registration. So we are trending uh, quite a bit up from last year. Um, and if that takes us into the 300 mark, we're sort of pushing the envelope about how many people we can actually sit around round tables in an auditorium when you're pushing 300. You can um, only roast so much beef, right? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> or, or where you put them, right? Like, and, and you think like we have nine breakout sessions. So we have nine other rooms in the church that we have to have set up for breakouts. So, um, you know, we have a relatively large church, but we, we have all, a lot of those rooms used up for breakouts. So you have your main auditorium where you, where you eat, and then we have a lobby where you have to go and sort of pick your food up and stuff. So we kind of start to run into a, a space limitation. So um, what we suggest to people is register early. Uh, we, the price does go up at the last minute. I think the last four or five days it goes up, and that's really to encourage people to get in early. 
Um, so $40 up until about the third, and then it goes up to $50 for the last couple of days. Yeah. So I was going to ask, and Matt, I think you might've had something to say. Um, did you, it looked like you were going to say something. No, no, nothing worth, no. And <laughs> we just, we was, just tapped Lucas out. I was, he, there was a couple of things he mentioned that would have been funny, but I didn't want to interrupt like oh. when he was saying, how, you know, they got, they got to have all these guys in for rehearsal times. And I was going to mm-hmm. comment on the amount of rehearsing we were going to do. And then we're doing it right said, now. You can only roast so much beef. To which oh, I no. disagree. Th- yes. Uh, <laughs> I believe that there's no limit to the amount of beef that could be roasted when you have hungry men. <laughs> That's true. That's Carry very on. true. Uh, so, okay. So you did, I, I want to make sure that we, that we mention it specifically uh, about a deadline for registration. Yes. So, th- so February 3rd, that's sort of like end of day Sunday. I think that's the third. So really mm-hmm. the next day, the Monday. So we're, we're now at the point where we have to commit, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to be able to tell our caterer guy, um, we need 300, you know, we're serving 300 people. So we just have to give him time to go pick everything up. So that about Monday, um, so end of day Sunday into Monday. So we cut that off and it goes up to $50 and that's really to kind of let people know that, you can't just wait till you know the Friday of, and all of a sudden we can get a hundred people come in at the last minute. So it's about trying to give some type of a deadline and an incentive to register ahead of time. Very cool. All right. Um, what's the, why don't you tell them the website where they can go? I put it in the chat already, but for people listening by audio. Sure. Yeah. So it's strongermen.ca is the website. Uh, that'll kind of redirect you over to our site. And in there you can kind of scroll down. You can see profiles of all the speakers, the breakouts. It'll actually talk, tell you about the breakout topics and a description. Mm-hmm. And if you scroll right to the bottom, there's is the schedule, like a rough schedule of the day, uh, some FAQs, and there's the register button at the bottom. So you click the register button. That's going to then pop open another screen where you just, it's a very quick registration, <coughs> taking like 30 seconds to go through that. And we take, of course, credit card um, on the on the screen there. It's all secure and everything. But yeah, I registered that way. Okay. And uh, is like I said, as soon as possible. Now, only because we talked about it um, before the show, did you want to go through the website at all? Or are you? I don't think we need to. If you, again, because you've got audio too, you've got some people in audio, they wouldn't be able to see that. So that's fine. If they can just. They can use their imaginations. Person. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, um, and also, like, I think there's a link to our Facebook page too. That's a real great resource as well, because we have videos there, like a promo video. We have other things. And you can, if you like that page, similar to your page, if you like that page, you'll get updates from us whenever things you know, whenever you have updates and also for next year, because we will be doing this again next year. Cool. So I encourage people to go to, I think if you just search Stronger Men Moncton yep. on Facebook, you should be able to find the page. Awesome. Uh, gentlemen, is there, hey, someone liked our stream. That's nice. Thanks, Natalie. Nice. And th- I see what we got people watching. Uh, hey, everyone in chat that we haven't said hello to. Um, guys, before we go on, uh, is there any questions from you guys? Anything you want to say? Uh, about, the, uh, I was just wondering if you could like I don't want to put you on the spot, Brian, but can you give us a bit of a rundown of the main speaker? Yeah, sure. Doug Portico, or sorry, Doug yeah. Portico. Doug is from Portico. Doug Ryan. Yeah. So um, he's my understanding, and, and I actually have have that uh, web page up because I don't have this stuff all memorized. But I think it's 19 years he's been um, he's been at Portico, um, and it's uh, it's a multi-campus church representing 92 nations in the world. Um, He's, we typically try to find out like a, what I would call like a man's man. So this talks about the fact that he, you can find him straddling a motorcycle or tinkering on his 69 Ford. Um, try to find guys that, you know, that guys can relate to that, um, you know, the, the, the typical stereotype of a man's man. Yeah, um, we, we definitely you know, relate. You found him. You got the guy. He's, he's not a flowery, you know, worship, you know, uh, worship Ladies and pastor. gentlemen, we have him. <laughs> so, so he's, uh, and you know, he's, um, he actually has a, a, a quote there on the website you can read about where he talks about, he says, uh, if Fitbits, health apps, and fitness centers were guaranteed to make us stronger, we should all be invincible. Research tends to indicate the opposite. Stronger is not a suggestion. It is your calling. You can be a stronger leader, a stronger husband, a stronger dad, and a stronger man. Together, we will discover what stronger looks like from God's vantage point 
where strength is not defined by equal measures of sheer will, power and determination, invest a day and change your life. So that's his quote that we got from him when he found out you know, that he was coming and he's super pumped about coming. Um, I just got an email again from him today um, and he's, everything's ready to go and he's, he's, he's going to bring his A game. So uh, I'm really, uh, really looking forward to it. And, and of course, we all, we all know Kevin. We all know Adams. I think you guys all know Adams. We do. Um, all great speakers. And I think throwing the three of them together, one after the other, uh, and having, you know, Kevin's going to end it before lunch. I think it's going to be a powerful message. And again, I just encourage everyone to come. And I think you guys will be there. Well, then we get to the main show. That's uh, right. That's right. No, oh, oh, yeah. That, that's what for. They're opening for us, is what right, I understand. Right. Yeah, they're they're the warm ups. So. That's right. Warm, exactly. Warming up the audience for us. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. They're all paying for you guys. That's really what they're coming for. Oh, brother. Um, I was, uh, my manliness was feeling a little threatened there for a minute. So I was <laughs> taking great comfort in my denim. And then I remembered I have a screwdriver beside me, Ooh, thus asserting manly. my manliness. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Although, that's a little rusty. It's interchangeable. Yeah. It's interchangeable. It is. <laughs> doesn't count. So you have one screwdriver. Nah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Brian, was there anything else that you wanted to kind of toss out to us before we continue? Um, yeah. I mean, if I could just have one more, I guess one last option to say, like, um, don't wait till the last minute. Yeah. Uh, I know that we're Maritimers and, I, and, I, and a lot of the promotion we talk about this, we tend to wait till the last minute. Um, and... Again, we, we can accommodate so many, and, and at some point, you know, we, we have to kind of say either no or we have to find alternate arrangements. We don't really want to turn anyone away, um, so we'll have to get creative, I guess, if we go above that number, but um, just get in early, as early as you can, and, and guarantee a spot. Um, I'm not, uh, well, just one last thing. Um, if you do find uh, you need another breakout speaker, we've all lost the same 10 pounds four or five times. So, I mean, <laughs> we are really good at that, and yeah. if you need, you know, that first 10 pounds, we're good at it. Isn't that mostly water retention? You know what? It's a hard shoot. It's water retention. Thanks for joining us, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) So Brian has an invitation to stick around or Brian, you can do whatever you feel is best, but we're going to continue. Thank you very much. I'll stick around. All right. Oh, well, it's about to get real. Uh, (laughs) So thank you, Brian. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, that you can go to strongermen.s. No. Gentlemen, you can go to strongermen.ca to register and please register now. It's super, uh, listen, I'm not the organizer, the promoter for this. It is difficult on, on the organizational side when you don't know your numbers until the last minute. Uh, because there are there are factors like, and you talked about a catering and just seating and the team that you need to accommodate the number. Uh, and so please be respectful of that and uh, and re- go, go right now. If you got to click out of our video, just don't. Wait 29 more minutes. No, I'm just kidding. Do it now <laughs> and get registered and then come right back. We'll be right here. And uh, now... When you come back, we'll be right in the thick of something that Lucas is calling uh, a, a, well, no, I'm just going to do the jingle. Lucas, you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Here oh, we boy. go with Lucas. All right, Potent Ponderables. So our Potent Ponderable today is, it's actually a two-parter. So let's see how you guys do. The first uh, part of this two-parter. Hold on. Ponderable. Yes. Uh, this question terrifies me, and I'm not 100% sure that I want to answer. I don't know well, that funny. there's been a more, I don't know there's been a more device, device, what am I trying to say? Divisive. Divisive. Divisive, thank you, question ever put. This is supposed to be podcast. fun, Lucas. This is supposed to be fun. Sorry, I'm bringing us down. Okay, Three well, colors the first are one, coming out. let's see here. Okay, so uh, you work with your best friend, and uh, your best friend tells you, listen, I've been embezzling money, and I've stolen 50 grand from the company, but 
my kid needs medicine. I need this money. I promise I'm going to pay it back. Full stop there. Now, what do you do if that happens? Uh, I don't know. But, so start a GoFundMe. You wrote in order to pay for a child's medication. You didn't say it was their child. So, well, <laughs> he's just like really nice to other people, I guess. So I, 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 <laughs> Would that make a difference to you? It, 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 for some reason, some money for you. For some reason, it, it makes a difference. I don't know what. Uh, I, is embezzling 50 grand. Where are they getting it from, Lucas? Where did you get you this question? Okay, let, let's make it a little easier. You work for a giant company. Fifty grand is nothing to them, um, but it's still fifty grand. And it, so you it just revealed a, you just revealed a lot about yourself by saying, "Let's make this easier." In saying that, you can find a way to justify this. <laughs> I thought maybe it would help you guys out. Maybe it doesn't. We'll find out. Brian, by by, please feel free to participate. <laughs> I I honest to goodness, guys, I don't know. If I would wrath them out or not. Absolutely, I them, would. Maybe give them like a timeline. No, I, no, no. <laughs> you've, got, you've got till 5 p.m. today. <laughs> the, minute, the minute you're aware, you are now a part of it. <gasps> Ooh, you're an accessory. The you're aware, you're Prove a part of it. Prove it that I know. What's that? <laughs> Prove it that I know. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> I mean, he sent I, an email because yeah. he's dumb. <laughs> then That's I deleted it and cleared my trash. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's an IT guy. He could probably poke a lot of holes in that. I, can, I, I picture the cops showing up to take the dad away while the poor kid is on medication. Is like watching his dad being carried away by the police. We don't oh, know Brian. that this is a father son scenario. And if if I if That's I tough. I have to if I can disassociate the two, it helps me somehow. Okay, disassociate and then answer. Well, I also agree because uh, it's stealing. If I just want to be like super plain and black and white with mm -hmm. this, it's straight up stealing. Right. Yeah. So at the yeah, end of the day, this is stealing and stealing for any reason is still stealing. I mean, look what happened to poor Aladdin tried to take an apple and that got a whole song and dance out of that thing. So, <laughs> I mean, imagine 50 grand. You sell, tell somebody has been spending a lot of time on Disney plus, eh? No, I can't <laughs> that, <laughs> make that money back. No, that, yeah. uh, th that app that I've got won't let me spend it on it. <laughs> Every time I try no. to get it, Dave Ramsey's face just pops up. <laughs> <in> the, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I would turn them in. Like the second they told me, I would say, you can come with me right now or you can run, but I'm going <laughs> to the boss. <laughs> One or the other. That'd be it. Uh, how about you, friend. Andrew? I, like I said, I honest, I couldn't tell you for sure. Because mm -hmm. if it was my best friend and they were saving mm -hmm. their kid's life. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm <laughs> Lucas, this is only part one. <laughs> okay. Part, part two is... Uh, so whatever. <laughs> so if you do decide to like let it slide or figure something out, then you find out that another coworker who you don't know whatsoever has been fired for the theft. Would you do anything at that? I don't know them. Uh, you don't know them. Another Maybe another innocent like coworker. I, I don't understand how these variables are changing your answers. <laughs> <laughs> this makes no sense to me. You are not the people I thought I knew. Uh, hold on. So I, I, answer, I answer. Who are you talking to? I answered with integrity. Yes. Sorry, Bradley. Brad, integrity, silicer. And then these these guys. I'm just saying I don't honestly know. I'm not like, saying I would do either or. Luke, so you're lukewarm. But if it was my Luke. best friend and they were saving their child's life, I don't know what I would do. I th I think in that case, I think you'd have a, if we were being real, you'd have a conversation with them about what's right and what's wrong and find a way to try to help them if it really is about their kid's medication. That's not the funny answer and the goofs that we want right now. <laughs> uh, now. It's all right. Yeah. In, in terms, uh, Brian, do you have an answer? 
So, so you'd like remortgage your house or something. Right. Uh-huh. Ex- exactly. Right. Oh. Like you would probably do whatever well, you I mean, could. We're not that close. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think Dave Ramsey would allow that. No. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, we got um, uh, Nicole Louise says brutal talk. Oh, chat just moved. Talk about a hard one. <laughs> you know the right thing to do, but actually to do it is hard thing to do. Oh, that's. Mm. Um, oh, she likes com- my timeline she, idea. She's coming back in. It's flat out stealing, but I like the idea of a timeline for them to come clean. Nope. <laughs> okay. I'm pressing um, Matt pointing out the handcuffs out of his back pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is <laughs> I, the timeline for me would be from the minute they told me until however long it took me to walk to their office. So I would say, I'm going to walk slowly over to the boss's office. You get there before I do. That's it. Which actually saves everyone a lot of time to think about it, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I, it's funny because this is the third potent ponderable that I wasn't quite sure of myself. Oh, well, so no, I am sorry, I am sure. Like, I would, I would, if with the person getting fired, I would definitely turn them in. You sound sure. Uh, yeah. With the, with the, just with the embezzling and they promise they're going to pay it back. I would want to know a timeline on that, but I, I probably would. Still <laughs> Matt, this is the first in. time you're going to put think, your like, hand up. Like whoa, Matt, whoa, whoa. Okay, yes, you're Matt. going to, you're going to trust someone. Who steal? Who just stole fifty thousand dollars? Thank you. That's a good when they're point. like, "Oh no, no, Lucas, I'm gonna pay it back. Don't worry about it." <laughs> yeah, he's and he's he's probably Italian. That's my guess. He's, he's no, no problem. Oh no, oh no, 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 Lucas. No, no, no. Rewind, rewind. Brian, Brian, you won't hear any of this uh, Italian bashing on stage. I promise you. Matt, Matt won't be there. <laughs> the Italians just left. Cut the feed. Cut the feed. The Italians just left the building. <laughs> That's right. Oh my goodness. Um, it's, I was actually watching a YouTube thing on this guy. They made a movie about him. This is called Breach about some CIA mole who sold stuff to the KGB. And it turns out that before he was caught, like 15 years before his wife found out and made him like super duper promise to not be a traitor anymore and not super sell duper? secrets to the KGB. <laughs> super duper. And took him to her priest and like made Thank him promise funny. the priest. And he says, and the priest, and here's what the priest said. The priest said, if you promise to pay it back, I won't turn you in, even though he's not allowed to. Um, but <laughs> anyway, long story short, Buddy started working for the KGB again because he wanted those Benjamins. Uh, so yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, I don't not, think they're like Benjamins in Russia. You my point. There you go, Lucas. Yeah, they're not. So. They're not Benjamins in Russia. I would just work really hard Rubles. to prove that the the guy that got arrested was innocent, and then it wouldn't that matter. Would be I wouldn't, a, that was a thought well, I had as well. Did that innocent guy? Did, did he? Did he get fired from a higher paying job that you were in line for? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you're, terrible. You're, all, you're, you're terrible people. <laughs> Listen, I answered, I'm just goofing now, but my honest answer is you turn them in and then you move into that other person's office. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Uh, well, there you go. So, so next time I'll try to make one that's less like, Morally hard, difficult. Oh, Matt didn't no, seem no, to have no. a problem. He was Bring, no. Gone. This is the good stuff. This is the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I love that stuff. All right, no well, throwing beach balls. Let's more. go. I like I like having a real conversation. Yeah, potent ponderables. Well, thank mm-hmm. you, thank you, Lucas. Um, Play we, us out. Uh, give an outro because we need one. Uh, uh, the intro. <laughs> guys. I don't know what scene to go to next. I'm freaking out. <laughs> I'll just go to the main one. Uh, Andrew, you're next. I got, you killed me. All right. Well, 
uh, to be honest with you, my computer's doing something wonky because why wouldn't it be? Uh, and I can't look at the notes, but I know we're talking about Smorp. Hey, oh, <laughs> Wait, there's no H. And then I'm going to pass it away to somebody else because uh, I can't see anything. Anybody want to run with it? I'll read it. All right. So uh, we're going through Hebrews 10, 1 to 4 in the ESV. Uh, feel free to follow along. Uh, It's called, the heading is Christ's Sacrifice for All. For since the law has but a shadow of of the good things to come, instead of the true form of these realities, it can never, by the same sacrifices that are continually offered every year, make perfect those who draw near. Otherwise, would they not have ceased to be offered, since the worshippers, having been cleansed, would no longer have any consciousness of sin? But in these sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every year. For, for it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sin. Man, I had to give that a couple of reads the first time. I just well, straight I, up. I was reading it and I was like, I, I'm doing this word for word. I can't yeah. understand it. I think so, you offended yeah. Andrew because he straight up left. Oh yeah. No, you start talking about blood and stuff. He was out. Yeah. Um, do you, do you want to give it one more pass? Maybe with your head engaged or. Um, All right, let's, let's try it. <laughs> for since the law the has teeth, but a shadow of the good things to come Sorry. instead of the true form of these realities it can never by it by the same sacrifices that are continually offered every year make perfect those who draw near otherwise they would not have ceased to be offered since the worshipers having once been cleansed would no longer have any consciousness of sins of sins uh, but in these sacrifices there is a reminder of sins every year for it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. So let me just say what we're doing here. So um, as Andrew mentioned, we've got, we're doing something called SMORP and um, SMORP is an acronym for scripture, message, obedience, repentance, and prayer. And basically we're taking short junks of scripture um, that are prepared already for us and reading them and then going over a few kind of questions just to kind of lead us through going through the scripture. Again, this is not, um, we're, we're, we're not digging crazy deep. It's more of a conversational thing and just seeing how the Lord leads us in that. Like I said, I had to read this a couple of times because the first time I read this, I, I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> Turns out I was missing one key word that like changed the whole thing for me. And then I, I realized uh, what I was reading. Andrew's looking to come back guys. So uh, do we, in, I mean, do we invite him? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'm, it's going to take me a second to get him back in the call. Although, so, does some, Brian looks awfully comfortable in the bottom corner of that screen right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, let's. He's going to upset the feng shui. Feng shui. <laughs> let's right. get him back. I didn't know you were Chinese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little bit of background. <laughs> let's invite. Look, it's happening live for everybody. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I got to put this. I need to put this in my own words, if that's all right. Please. So what I read was that the law um, and the sacrifices that happened with the bull and the ghost to take away sins was a shadow of things to come. In other words, the shadow of Jesus' sacrifice for us. But that these sacrifices didn't make people um, clean and perfect and sinless because if that was the case, they wouldn't continually go back. And, and, and keep doing these sacrifices. And in fact, those sacrifices that took place every year were a reminder of the sins that they have committed. Um, now, the important piece in this 
is that Christ's sacrifice was once for all. You don't need, he, he doesn't need to continually be sacrificed for our sins. One sacrifice for them all. That, yes, and so I think it would have been clear had Lucas noticed the punctuation on number two. No, I'm not even being funny. Number two, because it's actually posed as a question. Right. Right. And instead of, so it's like, otherwise, so I'm going to, to make it clear as a question, I'll raise my voice at the end. Okay. Right. So uh, it goes, otherwise, would they not have ceased to be offered since the worshipers have once been cleansed, would no longer have any consciousness of sin? Right. So it's the question part of like, so well, but you have all of these, you ever understand now, everybody? And so now there's this, this piece of exactly what you said, Brad, is that there was an act of obedience in that. Mm-hmm. But there was no uh, definite, uh, definite action in it that only came through Christ. Right. So they were doing this, but but the work hadn't been completed until Christ. Yeah. Uh, so if we're are we all on the same page, Andrew, welcome back, man. I don't think I'm supposed to be on this podcast. <laughs> you? Yes, you are. <laughs> uh, so th- this almost sounds funny to ask, but what words or phrases stand out? Mainly because we focused on the grammar there for a few minutes. <laughs> well, well, that's what that would be mine is the yep. fact that it's posing this question, mm-hmm. you know, and you can see this taught in a lot of different ways in the in the New Testament, where the question is posed as, and sometimes it's done almost in a little bit of a sarcastic tone, and other times it's put in a way of like almost like, well, why would they keep doing this? Like that was the, I can almost see a Seinfeld bit on this. Like, what are you doing? What's the deal with sacrifices? This is right. (laughs) Because he's saying, otherwise, why would you continue to do this? And then the next part, but in these sacrifices, right? There's a number, uh, there's a reminder of sin every year for it is impossible for the blood of any of these things, bloods, bulls, goats, whatever, bulls or goats to take away sin. And again, it comes back to the, the idea of sinless and the sinless one and the lamb and mm-hmm. being the final sacrifice. Yep, absolutely. How, so it's the question. Imagine something had to there. actually die because you sinned. You're like, mm-hmm. you, you, you drop the ball and like, uh, ah, it's going to cost me a goat. Jeepers. Oh, my word. <laughs> why couldn't, why couldn't that's my like, favorite goat. My, that's my favorite goat and he's gone. I'm sorry. I couldn't. I just, I'm sorry. I couldn't stop. You know, I like I had to swear to say the swearsies. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That guy pulled out in front of me and done. Huh. Yeah, Man, oh, I wow. still I hope that we're still invited to this men's conference when we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> still good. Uh, yeah. The no, interview thinking, is ongoing. I'm, I'm just, thinking of my old testament I'm just teacher, kidding. Steve Dempster, and hoping he's not watching because he would just be like, ay, ay, ay. He's not Jewish. I don't know why I did that. Although he speaks mean Hebrew, I'll tell you that. Oh man. And it, I still remember being in class with him and he's reading from the Bible and he was like stumbling over a word for a second. That's like, that's weird. And look, he's reading it in Hebrew and he's just like going saying like, it in English. Oh my yeah. word. Like just instantaneous Whoa, that's, translation. That's crazy. That guy's so smart. And if, so anybody else um, of, of what stood out to you, I, I will say for me, it was, it was um, when I read it, it was verse two. I initially read, otherwise they would not have ceased to be offered. And it says, would they not have ceased to be offered? I got confused, uh, kind of like what had happened earlier. And when I realized what I was reading, I'm like, okay. Um, to me, it was, what stood out to me was that whole thing about if if this sacrifice was going to just take care of it all. They, would, they wouldn't have continued to make these sacrifices, but that Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. And um, 
that stood out to me at least. I, th- I think so, Matt, you, you said that. Sorry, Andrew. So this might be moving into the message part of it, or not? I don't know. Well, but move, this stood out to me. Move it. You're in charge. Move it. <laughs> so, message. What do you sense the Lord saying to you in this reading? Is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or promise? And do you have a question for God? Write it down. So, uh, this is kind of between the scripture and message, I guess. But for me, uh, verse three really popped right out for me but in these sacrifices there is a reminder of sins every year and uh i like the niv translation of that a little better i actually did this smorp this morning i've been smorping good stuff man um yeah i downloaded it from oxfordholyclub.com what what was that website oxfordholyclub.com wow uh anyway so it stood out to me because essentially it was saying all this all this accomplished was it reminded them of the sins that they did and made them feel bad, essentially. Like it didn't really fix any situation. And I think we fall into that trap now um, because we don't fully believe that when we confess our sins that we're forgiven. And a lot of times we continue to confess those same sins over and over again. uh, And all we're really doing is making ourselves feel guilty or, you know, bad about ourselves when we have to have the understanding that you gave that to God, you know, it's done. Okay. So I'm going to ask her, I'm going to ask a question. Are you ready? So well, I get what you're saying. Ready or not. That, and I, yeah. And I, and I, I, I agree with this idea. Um, but you think about how often it is, is that in, in our own lives is that we deal with these ideas. You said guilt, but there's the shame piece of it too. Okay. And so there's this idea of, yes, bringing it to God. I'm going to the altar. I'm praying. I'm, I'm giving it to God. I'm asking for forgiveness. And that forgiveness is given. Okay. There's, that's, that's not up for debate. But what we do, and it's out of our guilt, and it's out of our shame, and sometimes it's out of not knowing um, how to even handle ourselves moving forward in this idea of being free and blameless of those things because of the forgiveness, is that we, we, we go back to it because... Well, there's a lot of different reasons we're comfortable in it or our shame drives us back to it. And so we pick these things back up. You've heard this said before, like, oh, I left it at the altar, but then well, I went back and I picked it back up, you know? And so there's a number of issues in that big part of it being shame, guilt, yep. that kind of a thing. Um, other parts of it is, is in questioning even where you stand with God and, and what is your level of belief or disbelief in believing that God has forgiven you for that? Because then you get into a whole other, whole other. Yeah, it's a level. faith thing. I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I I know for me, um, like if I sin, I feel bad because I should feel bad. Um, mm-hmm. Like um, a a pig should feel dirty. That's its natural state. Mine, I should not. Uh, and what I found for me is there was stuff in my past that I'd been forgiven for, but I hadn't let go. Now I hadn't returned to it, but I still felt shame and guilt over it. And I, I, when the Lord forgave me for that, he also like removed or offered the removal of that shame and guilt. And I just hadn't acknowledged that and received that and let that go. Um, so I, Andrew, I, I hear what you're saying. Initially, I thought you might be saying that someone was asking for forgiveness, but then going right back into it, into the sin again. Was that what you were saying? No, I'm saying that we are not, we need to understand that when we ask for forgiveness, we are forgiven because of what Christ did. And, uh, you know, giving up that guilt, giving up that shame. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially the verse is saying like all the, 
all that their sacrifices did every year was remind them of all the bad things they did. And so we fall into that trap sometimes of bringing the same things over and over again. Right. And for forgiveness. And Matt, if I, if I understood what you said, uh, you were talking about it's what, what you were saying was that there are people that are taken into the altar, but that's, but there's no repentance that's taking place. It's just kind of, no, there may be, there may be a genuine repentance there. There may be, um, but, but there's situations where people, guys, especially I'll say, don't just don't know how to move forward in that. Hmm. And I don't know where the gap is with that. Um, and sometimes it is uh, an area of unrepentance where it's just like, oh God, I know I'm probably going to do it again, but oh, hey, forgive me. Hey, moving on. <laughs> and so, you know, but that we've all done that. We, every right. one of us, whether you, you know, and so, but it's this idea and, and God's up there saying like, fool me once, fool me. No, you can't fool me. <laughs> and so this is the idea of, of there's a pastor down in uh, just inside Halifax, Hammond's Plains, um, uh, Pastor Leonard Anderson. And he's the, he's the king of alliteration. So like, putting things together in the way that he speaks. There's nobody like him. Potent ponderables. And he's, uh, he's, uh, we wouldn't be able to unpack a lot of his stuff. And, but the, the, the one thing it's, it's a, we, we painted it on the, or got a poster on the wall, a teen challenge of it. And it's, he said it, and it was, uh, the past is a place of reference, not a place of residence. Absolutely. And so it's this idea of, um, yes, there's yes, there's the shame and there's the guilt of whatever the sin looked like. And there has to be the sacrifice, thankfully for us, that was in Christ. But there's this idea of, and we talk to our guys that, that are struggling and working through addiction. And we tell them like, listen, God has forgiven you. The hardest part for them at that point is forgiving themselves because of that shame and guilt piece. But then it's about saying, we're not saying forget about that because, because who you are today is going to be partially because of what's built on in the change that's happened in your life. You're a new person, but to reference that stuff. And for whatever reason, as a reminder of look what God has done in my life, maybe it's a, I'm never going back to that kind of a a reference for that individual. But again, it's, it's the idea of knowing that was there, that it's the, the, the sin and the punishment piece has been lifted because Mm -hmm. of the sacrifice of Christ. But that's, a part of us in that, you know, and we've seen that in the fallen world. That's why we are the way we are as people. Um, and so to reference it, I think it's necessary, but we can't camp out there the way that Leonard. Yeah. Said. And I, and I wouldn't, I'm not at all saying, you know, you got to forget what you've done. I'm saying mm-hmm. that we need to have the faith that when we ask for forgiveness, we're forgiven. Ha, yeah, ab- absolutely. I can, I can say with a hundred percent that in my past, I've got some skeletons in my past, things that I've done that I shouldn't have done that were not right. Do I feel shame about them right now? No, I don't because Christ paid for that. He, he, he forgave my sins and took the shame and guilt away. Should I have done those things? No. Are they, like Matt said, are they a reference? Yeah. Do I bring them up every now and then when I talk about my testimony? Yeah. But I don't do it from this I, I'm able to say, look how God can redeem and restore, not because I'm so great, but because he's so great. Um, so gentlemen, Lucas, Brian, any, before we, I'm sorry, Andrew, you're in charge. What am I doing? <laughs> Lucas, Brian, anything before uh, we move uh, on? I see you wrote well, something down there. Yeah. One thing that I, I was kind of thinking about, and I don't think it's necessarily the message of this, just something I kind of pulled out of it is just, you know, talking about the, the you know, it used to be a sacrificial system to kind of atone for your sins and it was temporary and it was messy and bloody and all that stuff. And now Christ came and, you know, and took it all, took care of it all. 
but the the only kind of downside for us to that is the fact that sometimes when you don't see that sacrifice being made, um, when you don't see the cost, you don't always see the value or we forget the value. You know, for example, um, you know, in Canada, obviously, you know, People love to say we have free healthcare. We don't have free healthcare. It costs a lot of money. We just don't pay it, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't pay it directly. So, you know, it's so easy to be like, ah, I'm going in for this or I'm going in for that. And we don't even, we sometimes forget the value of it, just like education. Like education and education and healthcare, are, like in Canada, we have like excellent, 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 and even though it has issues. And there's places in the world where they would, you know, they would give their left arm to have education, healthcare like we have, but we take it for granted because we're not paying that cost. So some, so it's so easy to take it for granted. Whereas in some countries, you know, if you gave them the opportunity, they would be just overjoyed. And here it's like, eh, school, eh, you know, the doctor, I had to wait, I had to wait for six hours to see the doctor with my cold, you know, which I shouldn't have been in for the first place anyway. Uh, you know, that, that whole sort of thing. I feel like so, we're, I feel like we're pivoting into something else. That's, <laughs> but anyway, that's, that's kind of what I saw. And, and obviously I much rather, you know, Christ has made that sacrifice than doing the sacrificial system. But sometimes when we don't see the cost being paid right in front of our eyes, it's so easy mm. for us to just kind of glaze over it. Yep. True. Uh, yeah. Scott came, came, uh, came into chat and said, our scars don't still hurt and hold us back, but they do remind us of pain in the past, but also yeah. the healing that took place. Good. Like that, Scott. I Thank gave you. that a like. Good job, Scott. Yeah. I, Anything I else you, about the message? What pops up to me is sort of like, I guess, part of Matt was talking earlier about religious religious studies teachers and um, in university and stuff, but I was thinking about sort of Old Covenant versus New Covenant, mm-hmm. knowing how <clears throat> there was the Old Covenant and required sacrifices, and you know, Jesus came in the New Covenant, and you know, sacrifices no longer required. Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice. Yep. So that really just sort of, when I read that, um, that sort of pops up to me is, you know, thank God for the new covenant, right? And thank, thank God that, that Jesus came and that we didn't have to continue um, following those rigid um, practices and ideologies and that that Jesus came to save. Mm. That's kind of what just sort of popped out to me when I was reading that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Cool. And that's, that's, right. that's the core of the whole thing. Yeah. Like that's, that is the message of it right there. Could you imagine if we had to put in the same amount of work like in sacrificing for, for that forgiveness, and we, we could in this day and age. So many goats, oh <laughs> right? Like, like people, well, like, what, people can't even be bothered to do what they is required of them now, which hmm. is pretty easy. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I just can't imagine. <laughs> Anyways, well, you think it's easy, uh, but but Andrew, what if what if one of your best friends came to you and, and shared that they were embezzling fifty five thousand dollars? <laughs> no. <laughs> 55 now. Oh, obedience. Write down one step of obedience uh, that you need to take today or this week based on what God is revealing to you. It may be something you are already working on. Hmm. I think it's, uh, I think for me, it's pretty straightforward. And it's this idea of faith in the process of knowing what, what Christ has done. Buy into that. Believe that. Don't be weighed down by... Uh, the things that may be said of you or the way that you feel about yourself um, and, and trust in, trust in the salvation that's been given, that's been offered up and just don't forget it. Don't, and don't, don't, well, I'm not saying don't question it, but I'm saying, (laughs) well, because you gotta, you gotta work out your salvation with fear and trembling, but yes, but at the same time you believe, take like have, have, have faith to believe 
and ask God to help you in your unbelief. And I think this is a great step of obedience because I, I'm here and I'm talking about how we need to have faith and you don't have to feel shame. But it, I mean, I struggle with that just as much as anybody else would. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, and it's something I have to practice every day. Mm. Yep. Uh, so it, we're getting close to 10 o'clock. Oh, it's 10 o'clock. I'm, <laughs> I'm just tossing up in chat the last couple of steps of repentance and prayer, Andrew. I hope that's all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, write out any confession that God reveals to you in this passage. If applicable, write down any steps you're taking to turn away from sin for the purpose of walking in holiness. Now, this is my favorite part because Lucas usually ends up crying at some point through all this, through the uh, repentance part. <laughs> I, I will say, uh, ladies and gentlemen in chat, don't feel that you need to write out your repentance and your your things in chat. Um, however, I would encourage you to go to OxfordHolyClub.com and download the document, the SMORP document, and get a little journal and start writing these things out. Um, it is, it's an excellent practice and the, the scriptures are not that big. They're digestible for sure. And it just, it keeps you engaged in the word and it keeps you thinking and, and looking, uh, just, you know, cause I was, you know what I was thinking? Uh, I, I heard you take a breath to talk. However, um, uh, Matt, Matt, I think it was you that said, or Lucas, one of you guys were talking about money and how one of the main reasons why we spend it all and don't realize is because we're just not paying attention and we're not watching in the same way with our faith. If we're not paying attention uh, we can slip pretty easily. And so we need to, you know, get into the word and be growing. And and SMORP is not the be all and end all, but it is, it's a tool. I'm really enjoying it. Well, that's good. Yep. Uh, Andrew, could you just give us a quick, quick update on... Pounds or peppers. So oh, that was a, I believe it's that was a hard next transition. week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to do it. <laughs> Next week, we are weighing in, and it's going to be a gong show, I think. It's going to be a barn burner. <laughs> awesome. But uh, no, it. you know what? It needs to happen. Uh, some, <laughs> it does. I, need, I, need, I don't want to lose, but it almost might be a good thing if I remember the pain of eating. Or maybe I should just rewatch that video and remind myself of how awful it is to eat that pepper. Brian, do you know what we're talking about right now? Yeah, I, I watched a couple of your shows, so yes, I know what we're talking about. Okay, By a couple? Do you mean one or a dozen? <laughs> no, like like probably, I, I guess three or four. Oh, okay, that's more than I've yeah. watched. Yeah, and I still came, and I still came back. Hey, like, you, uh, nice. crazy! You got your, you, go. you watched a couple and got yourself on it. Yeah, yeah, right. I suppose. Yeah, go get her. Essentially, what happened with me? That's too. our new uh, slogan. Go ahead and watch a couple, and we'll invite you on. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. right. You can those Scotty, episodes. you're next. Yeah. Uh, well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, Lucas, it's that time, my man. All right. Uh, don't forget, you can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, YouTube at Oxford Holy Club. Uh, you can throw up the hashtag OH Club uh, when you're using social medias, uh, and, or of course, you can email us uh, Oxford Holy Club at gmail.com. Uh, and we would love a five-star rating uh, on iTunes. And if you leave us a five-star, we'll read it on the air. Not only that, but you can send your questions in now anonymously when you visit our website. I don't <gasps> know if you know, we have a website. Do we really? www.oxfordholyclub.com. You can look at the merch when it becomes available at some point. <laughs> I love and, how your uh, face gave the big question. The quick well, question like, mark is on your face. On there. I'm going to go look at it. Uh, and uh, much more. There's some bios um, that Brad wrote all by himself without <laughs> asking any of us for any Did not ask. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm calling an audible here. Before I do my part, Brian, throw in your 22nd last pitch for Stronger Man. Go. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So um, visit strongerman.ca. We have two weeks, I think, left uh, on the registration. Um, And and don't miss out. It's going to be a great day. Fantastic. And we don't pay to advertise. So any growth that we have comes from you sharing us with others. Just like Brian said, don't forget to check out strongermen.ca and oxfordholyclub.com for all your podcast needs. So until next time, keep spiritually fit and have fun. Ow.